I am Abby and this is Erin. Welcome to our podcast, Living Your Best Life. We believe that every person has the potential to create a life full of passion and purpose. We want to inspire and support you in your journey to unlocking your best self. We inform all listeners that the views, thoughts and opinions expressed throughout the podcast are purely the opinions of the Living Your Best Life podcast team and are not intended to replace expert medical, legal or psychological advice. Welcome everyone. We are really excited to bring you Ali Francis from Velvet Rope Entertainment to have a chat with us today. Ali Francis, your story is an inspiration to so many people. You are definitely somewhat of a trailblazer. We're so thankful that you've made the time to chat with us today. We want to talk about how you've ignited a path that very few people have set out to accomplish, especially in the entertainment world. From owning your own entertainment company from a very young age, leaving Australia for the United States to pursue your dreams as a performer, dancing with some of the world's most amazing artists and then returning to launch one of Queensland's leading entertainment companies, Velvet Rope Entertainment. There is so much to talk about and we're so excited. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> oh, thanks Welcome. so much. <laughs> thanks so much for having me, you guys. So we much love for so you guys. so excited. I think like you're one of our favourite people in the oh, whole entire world. No, and we that. just have such a cute history. We so do. We really do. For everyone listening, Ali and I have been friends for over 20 years. 20 years. And we grew up doing amateur theatre together here on the Gold Coast. Yeah. And, you know, we've stayed in touch over the years we and we've worked together and now obviously we, we have businesses next door to each other and we share such an amazing friendship as well, which is so cool. And I know, Erin, you yes. also have a cool so, story. Yes, <laughs> I met Ali when I was at university. There was a flyer <laughs> advertising for dancers I for her company. That. And hilarious. what was your company called back um, then? Encore Entertainment. Encore Entertainment. That's why I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, I'm going to audition. And I turned up, I think it was in Broadbeach. It was Platinum, Platinum Night. Night. I yes, remember that Platinum night. Nightclub. Yes. I turned up to audition I for your company. You. Yes. And, <laughs> and I was successful. I was like, who is this pocket rocket? Yeah. <laughs> I have to have her. <laughs> yes. But yeah. And we just love that we all get to work together. I know. It's 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 amazing. It's awesome. Yeah. Living out your best life to its full. It really is. Yeah. It's so incredible. So, Ali, tell us a little bit about how you got started and where your passion for your career began. Well, actually, not many people know this, but I started off as a gymnast. Oh, I was so a gymnast. Did I. Yes. Not many so people know that. Yeah. That's amazing. A lot yeah. of dancers do start out gymnasts. Yeah. I loved that. it. Like gym yeah. was everything. And so when I was eight, I actually was chosen to train for the Sydney Olympics. Wow. And I didn't end up pursuing it because at the time I, I got bullied. Yeah, right. And, wow. I, and I didn't really know how to deal with it at such a young age. Mm. So for me, the easiest way to deal with it, I, I just kind of gave it up. So No, okay. that's good. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> really good. Okay. I was going to say, was it because Nikki Webster got your wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, stop my roll. <laughs> Well, I, I was the only one in the in the squad that was chosen, so I feel like people didn't really know how to process that. I gave that up, and then I turned to acrobatics. Yeah, yeah. And it was actually my acrobatic teacher that encouraged my mum to put me into dance classes, yeah. and I did. And I just I just fell in love with it, That's and then it so went from awesome. there. Yeah. So how amazing. Yeah, love that. So you've lived out your dreams as a dancer in America. Like this is something that a lot of Australian dancers set out yeah. to want to achieve. Mm. What was this process like for you and what kind of challenges did you face to achieve this goal? So prior to moving to America, I actually stopped dancing after my first contract because I thought maybe I wanted to have a normal job, a nine to five job. Yeah, right. So I got a job working for Jetstar. Woo! 
I did. And yeah, I, I don't should... know if you know that. I didn't but know I that. did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I only found out about up. this at your birthday dinner. We were talking <laughs> about like, this. Maybe, maybe I don't want to be away and dance and yeah. maybe I, I want to have a shot at having a normal normal job. So, yeah, yeah right. got up at, would get up at 3.30 in the morning, mm. go work for Jetstar. I wasn't a flight attendant, but I would bring in the plane. Yeah, right. So I would like, you know, land the aircrafts and How disembark good. the aircrafts. But I obviously wasn't fulfilled doing that. So after a few years of doing that, I, I really realized I need to, needed to get back to dancing. And then really shortly after that, I submitted my material to the cruise lines and I off, was offered a cruise ship pretty much straight away. So when I went back on the cruise lines, I realized that if I can get a cruise line after not really dancing for a couple of years, then yeah. what else can I do? Like what what's my big, 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 big dream? Yeah, what's your yes. potential? And I was like, well, if I can be on this ship, I, I think I can go to America. Yeah. Like I'm wow. just going to do it. And ever since I made that decision, it's really crazy how much the universe really does provide you yes or guide you Mm -hmm. with that decision yeah I was very very fortunate I got a job working for Princess Cruise Lines in LA so they would fly me there yeah wow and I would work for them for a couple of months and then come home but they would just keep flying me to LA and I just fell in love with it and then that's how I kind of eventually started the process yeah started the process of moving over yeah it's so good not an easy journey though but no we know that that's why and you you did the move over there and then tell us about what it was like living over there and living out your dreams because you you not only moved there but you were very successful. And I think too I'm really interested to know how many people told you you couldn't do it. Oh, yeah. Because I feel well, like it's yes. just something that in our, you know, in the industry, it's something that we're told consistently is like, oh, that's not a thing or, you yeah. know, tell well, us I, all about it. Ten years ago, I moved. So it wasn't something that was very common. No. A lot of people back then were doing the London thing. And I, mm. I kind of didn't really want to follow that that crowd. I was like, I'm going to kind of create my own little journey. And so, yeah, I mean, I moved to America without a visa. I didn't know where I was going to live. I packed a suitcase. I was like, bye, mom and dad. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I know why I want to go. I, I, I've got to make up for lost time. Yeah, yeah, I, purpose. I was 26 and I was like, I've got to make up for lost time. This is it. It's now or never. And I just yep. went over and everything, as hard as it was, everything still kind of fell into place. Into place. It was meant to be. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, it was meant to be. be. That's so amazing. Oh, thanks. As we know, as we mature, our goals and dreams change. Tell us how Velvet Rope Entertainment was born. Well, like we mentioned before, I've always kind of wanted to start my own entertainment company but it was never really the right timing so when I was 18 I had Encore Entertainment and we would do little live performances around the Gold Coast and then when I moved to LA I tried to start it there but it just wasn't the right timing and then after being in Vegas and seeing what entertainment could be I really wanted to create that experience and opportunity in Australia so it's pretty much yeah (laughs) done very well (laughs) now you have mentioned to us previously Previously about school, you left in grade ten. Is that correct? Actually, grade nine. Oh, grade nine. You just felt like the school system didn't sort of suit your way of thinking. Like, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I kind of knew that I wanted to be a dancer before I started high school. Yeah. And obviously, everyone has a different educational journey. Yeah. Totally. But for me, I wasn't getting the edu- like yeah the education that I needed at high school. It yeah. wasn't really fitting for me. Yeah. So I was very lucky that my mum really supported that 
decision of not continuing school and and dancing full time. Yeah. So I mean, you guys have the most amazing thing, which is the high school. I know. Don't you wish it existed it when we nothing. were around? That's why nothing we created like it. That existed. I, I mean, know. I enrolled I in it existed. I enrolled in home in homeschooling for yeah, year wow. ten and never did anything. Yeah. I so, never did any of my schoolwork because it was just me at home. By yeah. Myself. It's not motivating. No. Yeah. So, Dynamite Studios has an amazing high school. So we have students from grade seven to 12 who train with us full time whilst completing the academic studies. And we have a huge focus on education. Like it's just as important, but we also know that education isn't just about your but grades and getting yeah. your qualifications. It's about life experience. So for yeah. you, your education, like tell us what have been your, like, is it through your experience working in the industry and moving overseas Absolutely. at a young age? Yeah. So what, yeah. What did school look life like for experience. you? Yeah. It, it was, was a different experience. schooling. That's yeah. exactly it. And life that's experience. just as valuable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. And you know, what's really cool is the day, I remember the day I went in high school and I told my ninth grade science teacher that I was quitting to dance. And he goes, you know what? You need to do that. That's I what you need to do. That. That's I was amazing. So cool. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. He so was that's like, so cool because I feel like I had the, the opposite experience. Really? Yes. It was just like dancing's not a real career. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. What's your plan B? And I was like, I will show you. <laughs> I'll yes. show you. I remember, yeah. I remember my yeah, maths well. teacher going, well, if you want to skip maths to do a dance assignment, then you're probably going to be a hairdresser for the rest of your life. And I was like, wow. what has that got to do with it? Yeah, Pretty sure you need maths to be a hairdresser anyway. Actually, (laughs) more than dancing, we just have to count to eight, right? Do you remember (laughs) the Rocker Sevet in high school? I auditioned for the Rocker Sevet and didn't get in. Oh, I remember auditioning for um, comp groups at school and not getting into it. Oh, look at that. Now look at us. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Exactly. I think it's that story of like, you just have to have, you have amazing self belief. Yeah. And just following your dream and passion sometimes. That's enough. You just have to have your own back. No matter what other people say. Where do you think that comes from for you? Ah, you know what? This is kind of getting a little, I don't know if it's getting deep, but I was three months preemie. So I feel like I entered the world fighting already. So I don't know if it's from that. I love that. Yeah. Sorry, let's get in like real. But I was thinking that the other day, I was like, why am I such a fighter? Like, why do I have so much resilience? And I really do think it's from, I was born that way. I know that sounds cliche, but. Hey, Lady Gaga says it, baby. (laughs) Now I know what to title the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love it. It's crazy. Well, we love that learning takes place for us in so many ways. Where do you feel you learned most in life? So did you have a specific moment or was there any moments in your life that you can think of that were like, pinnacle moments for you of like oh my gosh this is a light bulb yeah I honestly think it's just putting yourself in the most uncomfortable Mm -hmm. uncertain situations oh preach that oh yeah yeah. (laughs) putting yourself outside the comfort zone absolutely and that is me moving to the states with nothing and figuring out how to make it work yeah there's no better life training than that. there is no better and not having and figuring out your own how I think is really yeah a cool thing not following someone else yes someone else you make yeah your own how and your own journey yeah that's so good yeah yeah you've just been such an amazing risk taker throughout your life how do you feel like taking risks have contributed to your success oh that's where you grow yes <laughs> that's yeah. where the most growth Love. comes like with every risk there's mass 
massive reward. Like the universe rewards you for taking risks. Yeah. On oh, its I behalf. Agree. That's, yeah. You know, so, you know, moving to America was a huge risk. Even moving to Vegas was a huge risk. Even moving from Vegas to Australia was massive. Like we did not think that we would be in Australia for very long. Yeah. It's all, it's all kind of fallen into place now. It doesn't happen overnight, but yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's rewind to Vegas. So you were, <laughs> I mean, you've had so many amazing moments in your career that we can also go through, but you were <laughs> in the Vegas show as a showgirl and your partner or husband now, yes. Russ, worked in, in that show. Yeah. So tell us about your proposal. How did he propose to you? Oh, well, we love this the story. Whole, <laughs> our, whole, our whole Vegas experience together is, is pretty amazing. Like we were both living in LA struggling artists and I was around 30 when I moved to Vegas and I was like, okay, I'm at the end of my career. I want to go out with a bang. So I was like, Russell, let's drive to Vegas. They've got auditions. Let's just yeah, go. Wow. Let's just go. So we got in the car, drove four hours, turned up to this audition. There was maybe 500 dancers that were there, a couple hundred male singers. Wow. And we auditioned and I was the only dancer that got chosen and Russell was the only singer. And wow. they didn't know that we were together. Oh, they didn't my know. God. So we moved. We, we found out. How have I not heard yeah. this full story? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you guys might have met. In no, the we Vegas met, show. No, we met no. in LA. Oh, they're doing cruise. Yeah, <laughs> we met in LA, which is another another cr- small, small yeah. world of a story. But yeah, so we got the show in Vegas, moved down, and I think maybe six months later, we're doing the show one night, and the curtain didn't close after bows, and I was like, okay, curtain's not shutting. Russell's still on the microphone because obviously Russell was the lead singer, and I was like, okay, <laughs> what is happening? Dance captain comes over. He's like, take off your feather headdress take it off because I've got this big yeah. feather head yeah. dress on. And I go, okay, something's happening, something's happening. Then a bird flies in from the back of the audience onto Russell with the ring. <laughs> the band, because we had a live crazy. orchestra, the band was playing our song. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I don't think <laughs> you can get a better proposal story. <laughs> so, guys, if you're out there listening, this is how you do it. <laughs> and then, yeah, happily married. That's he so did good. great. He did so well. Yeah, he did I good. That story. You did good, Russ. <laughs> you guys were. It's on YouTube if you want to watch it. Just Google yes. Vegas the Show proposal. Yes, Vegas the Show yeah. proposal. Oh, I love that. That's so great. <laughs> so you work so like alongside Russell, your partner. You guys seem to do so much together. What is your secret working alongside your partner? And this is one for Abby as well. Yeah, I mean, oh, we both, both work <laughs> alongside your your husband. I think we're lucky because we met doing our passion. So we we've, we've always kind of worked together sharing the same passion but it's just finding that balance Mm -hmm. it's balanced definitely and I think I think the thing is too is we are a team and we were talking about that just even on the drive here today it's you know we're a team and if if the team's not working then yeah there there definitely is breakdowns and things like that but I think when we're on fire and we're working as a team you know everything functions so well and we can get so much done productively and and yeah it's making time I think being aware when you are burnt out tired Mm -hmm. or you know doing too much it's it's time then to look back and go okay right we need to take time for ourselves we need to you know go on a date night or whatever it 
yeah. to recharge and away from work and, and yeah. talking yeah. about work. And so I can even imagine when even when you're on date night, it's really hard not, not to talk about work. <laughs> work. So that's why we go on date <laughs> nights together. We do. We do double <laughs> because dates. that way we're like <laughs> we're talking about each we'll other's work. Your work. So it's like, <laughs> doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't count. Uh, it's funny. No, but yeah, it's that, and that's that's the thing is you know we're a bit different. We have very different loves and passions, but I think in the beginning of our relationship we were working on Tim's passion and then it kind of flipped on its head and he now works within mine but it's yeah. evolved to be ours yeah yeah that's amazing you, know, you so guys I think, have done that yeah, yeah. As well. amazing. but yeah no I think it's awesome you guys yeah you guys are like us to work so well together yeah. and yeah there's definitely moments of ups and downs but that's all part of it yeah <laughs> <laughs> I love it teamwork makes the dream teamwork work. makes the dream work for mm. sure fabulous so what's uh, a pinnacle moment of your career someone that you've even performed for Ooh, oh I have one I do I really do so this is the this is the awesome thing about being in the states you just don't know who's going to pop up or yeah. like what you're going to who you're going to perform for or who's going to be at the event but it was in Vegas and it was New Year's Eve I think I've told you this yeah story. you were telling me the other night <laughs> so I was like I need to ask this question yeah. <laughs> it, we were doing a New Year's Eve event for the Wynn which is a really nice hotel mm, in Vegas gorgeous. and it was his private party and we were doing the opening act but we didn't know who it was for and the day before New Year's Eve we were doing tech run and I see Bruno Mars um, wow. musician cases, like road cases around the stage. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. Oh my God. Is, it's is Bruno, Bruno Mars. It's Bruno Mars. <laughs> and yes, it, we opened for Bruno and we actually got to be on stage with him for the New Year's Eve countdown. Oh. And the. the <laughs> I know you have to tell the next part. <laughs> And don't do this if you ever work for me. But <laughs> right before we were going out for the countdown with Bruno Mars, the client was like, do not take your phone, do not get any footage, just you're going out there to celebrate the countdown and, and that's it. What do I do? I take my phone. It's Bruno Mars. And I guess right? I'm here. <laughs> Yeah, and there's me selfie. on stage with Bruno Mars and it was worth it. But, yeah, so that was that was a pretty cool moment. Unexpected. Yes, That's I love really that. cool. Yeah, it was awesome. That's so amazing. I love it. <laughs> so Velvet Rope has really taken the entertainment world by storm. What is the next thing in store for you guys? Is there anything you're able to share with us? Mm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got to be patient. To be confirmed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I even look back on all the things that we've done in the last couple of years, like, like Ignite is it's really, amazing. really amazing. Like just I really feel like we've changed the industry by providing Absolutely. performers with these new specialty skills that totally. you know, the industry is changing. So I'm really, really proud of what we're doing with, with Ignite. And obviously we've just taken over Red Tie. So now Velvet Rope's more music-based, mm -hmm. which is really, really exciting. But, yeah, we're, we're working on some projects and we're just being patient, waiting for COVID, kind of ease its yeah. way. Stay tuned. No, it's good that <laughs> yeah. you guys have spent this time being really innovative very and lucky. productive yeah yeah very yeah. lucky to have that time great so if there was a listener out there really wanting to take a risk on a dream of theirs and maybe feeling a little underprepared what would be some words of advice for them i don't think you can be prepared there, you can't wait for that mm -hmm. you can't wait to be prepared just just go for it yeah there's um, no right time there's no right time there's absolutely not so don't come up with excuses and go oh i'll just wait till i get a bit more money and i'll do that i moved to america with, with nothing i had i yeah. think I had eight thousand dollars, and that's how much my visa cost. So, so there you go. So I, don't yeah. make excuses. Oh no, totally. I started a studio with forty dollars in my account. That's amazing! <laughs> yeah. Wow. I was like, ooh, 
Wow. And then even just asking advice yeah. from people that have done it, ask totally. the right questions. Yeah, absolutely. And reaching out to a mentor yes. or someone that you look up to or aspire or has that same career that you're like, that is my ideal career. How do I make that happen? Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's amazing. amazing advice. We love it. Thank you. And now the big finale question that we love to ask all of our guests. Dun, dun, dun. How do you aim to live out your best life? What does living your best life mean to Ali Francis? Drinking cocktail. No. <laughs> <laughs> Margaritas. Yeah. Margaritas with you girls. Yes. <laughs> living my best life would be living it with the one I love, which is what I'm doing. So I think I'm living it, living my best life. And balance. I really need to get oh, better that at tricky balance. Work life. I feel I like we could do a whole episode, guys, I on work-life balance. If there is anyone out there that can assist with that, <laughs> yes. we would love to. No, the secret to the work-life balance. I think as long as you're happy. And I don't think there is such but a thing as the work-life balance. I think it's what you prioritize at the time as a priority and then that priority shifts to something else, like it's a juggling act yeah. more so than anything else. Yeah, exactly. I love yes. it. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been so thank awesome. Thank you so much for having me. And we love you very much. I love you guys. We're proud of what you're doing in the industry. It's so incredible. So, guys, if you haven't checked out Velvet Rope Entertainment, make sure you do on Instagram and Facebook. And please check out our Instagram page on Living Your Best Life. We have some amazing products that have just been launched over the past week that have been really popular. Yeah, give us a like and check it out. And we'll talk to you soon.